0: everyone dave creighton jr here in studio with the great trent condon the golden tones the iowa wrestling meet soon to be the boys and girls state basketball tournament if you're looking for an advertising opportunity please give trent a yes call.
1: yes thank you thank you <laughs> I, I appreciate the shout out of course brett ridge
0: joining us on the horn as he's just landed from an explosive work slash vacation trip yeah. To, to the west coast in Las Vegas where you gotta see a national champion crowned.
2: Actually that was kinda cool. My uh you know, my stepson Anthony's part of this uh tribe athletics uh uh gymnasium that does a lot of tumbling, and it's it's tunneling last year cheer- cheerleading and they were in the uh Jams National uh Championships this week, Saturday or Sunday and Monday, yes, the last couple of days at the Orleans where Iowa played basketball a couple of years ago and um in that arena. It's actually a pretty big spectacle when they put that thing on, and they did happen to win their uh, their, their uh, group. I, I can't remember what all the different ones, but they did win. So congratulations to them. It was great, and it was actually a pretty good event. And on top of that, had a little bit of R and R in uh, Las Vegas, and did not lose too much.
0: Did you stay at the Orleans? Because I've stayed there many times. It's a, a delightful old hotel.
2: I I, I did not. All um, uh, the would be one way to put it. I think actually it, it has its charm. Uh, did we you actually, get any beads? I um, I didn't work at it. Uh, I think if I'd have flashed my you know my moves, it might have worked out okay. But uh, but no, I didn't get any. Um, so no, we did not stay there. We had, uh, um, had a room elsewhere that was uh, complimentary for various reasons. So took care, I took advantage of that. I did uh, I did work on a little college basketball betting here and there, um, and. I have to say I'm not totally unpleased with my performance. I I made a couple of incorrect choices, including the Iowa Hawkeyes on Saturday, uh, which ended up hurting me. But uh, I hit hit a couple of them too, so that's not so bad. Um, Good for you. And yeah, and, and you know, uh, Kansas coming from way behind to win uh, put me into a into a three team parlay. So I actually. Uh, I did all right with that. I had to sit there and watch that and sweat that one out as they came from what they scored the last 18 points of that game Saturday. But, uh, but the Iowa Hawkeyes, of course, uh, that was a pick'em game by the time I got to them, and I was actually at the Westgate uh, Sportsbook and Casino, the largest in, in uh, Las Vegas, and the one that sets a lot of the lines that we uh, that we ran, uh, run through, you know, that Trent talks about. And um, I, I enjoyed watching the game there. It was great. There's just one little problem, and that's that the Hawks lost.
0: Yeah, they start off like a ball of fire there. Once again, first four minutes of every game they've been they've really been pretty darn good. Um, but they go through the lulls on offense and then you know, I think it was uh the game last week where I tweeted out that it's not the offense, it's the defense, and, and the fact of the matter is is that all of a sudden it appears that now the offense is struggling, struggled certainly at Michigan, and uh you know, but statistically, the offense has done fine Big Ten season. They're uh, number two in the conference in scoring, and they're number fourteen in defense. So you figure it out,
2: right? And, and with the way things have ended up now, you take a look, and Iowa is literally at the bottom of the standings in the Big Ten. If uh, the Big Ten tournament started today, they would be the 14th seed, the last place seed, which is is amazing when you consider that they actually can score the basketball. Um, they just can't stop anybody now. Uh, you heard me harp on this before. I got to figure. I, I got to figure this one out. I, I you know, I uh, when I was on on the road last week, I didn't get to watch a lot of the Michigan game. But as I understand it, Fran said after this game on Saturday that they had decided to commit to the zone, and they committed to it. And of course, uh, you know what's the name goes off uh, for Indiana goes off for nine three pointers.
0: Now had he only made question- like nine all season?
2: It that wasn't that bad. It was like eight. he'd had eight over like the big ten season or something like that. right. but but the part I don't understand is the Michigan or the uh, Michigan State game a couple of weeks ago, we talked about it. Iowa in the second half of that game made a nice comeback, and they did it all by playing man to man. When they play when they went zone, I counted in the second half of that game. Nine out of the ten possessions Iowa had um, playing zone defense in the second half of that game, Michigan State scored. Nine out of the ten. It was ridiculous. I was tweeting out, stop going zone, stop doing it, why are we doing it? And so what, on what tape, what film, what tape could a fan possibly have watched and thought, you know what, we've got a better zone defensive team than we do a uh, man-to-man. And it made no sense. And as soon as, guess what, it happened the other day. They get down 13, they go man-to-man, they bring in Creener and a couple of guys who can mix it up a little bit, and suddenly guess what? They make a comeback and darn near were in the game. I'm just, I'm, I'm baffled right now by this whole idea that he decided to commit to the zone.
0: Well, maybe Fran needs to be committed for committing to the <laughs> zone. I, it's just, I don't, I don't know. I think he's grasping at straws for the season right now, and and unfortunately, that doesn't look real good when you've got a, a coach that we're paying the kind of money uh, and have expectations as to where we do as Iowa Hawkeye fans, et cetera. And and we're sitting here looking at a uh, 12 and 17 record, three and 13 in the big 10. Now, there's a reasonable chance that Iowa could win the last two games. I mean, Minnesota, yes. Minnesota yes. has fallen off the bridge. If Ricky Patino is not the hottest seat in all of the country right now with the off-court issues that they've had as well as uh, severe underperformance this season. Um, I mean, you got to tell me who else uh, that might be. But uh, how could Minnesota, even for the life of me, consider this? They've lost nine in a row uh, coming into this game against the Hawks. And, you know, nothing will get anyone's offense working better than Iowa's defense. But That's,
2: that's right. Yeah,
0: that's you, right. You know, so we'll see tomorrow night. And then, of course, you get Northwestern at home, and Northwestern is anything uh, but a juggernaut this year. Also an underperformer. Did uh, you
2: so? Were you able to flip back and forth? Of course, since I had the benefit of, you know, forty-two giant screen TVs right in front of me, I watched the entire Michigan State Northwestern game while I was watching Iowa.
0: No, and I oh was, my gosh, I was real. I was celebrating uh, Trey's birthday. Oh, okay. At the meadow, and uh, as we were doing a little wagering out there, and so we we were basically just watching. We watched the end of the Iowa State game, and the Iowa game was on the other TV, and we switched that. After that game ended, and uh, so we were just paying attention to the Hawks. But I d- did mention that what Michigan State had what twenty seven at halftime or something.
2: They were down. They were down twenty seven points in the first half. Um, I believe Northwestern. I, I think it was. I don't remember what the score was exactly at halftime, but it was I like know forty. That,
0: it was like 48-27 or forty six twenty seven, something like that.
2: Something like that. Well, they were up. It was still twenty something, and. Um, Thus, literally, Northwestern could not make a layup in the second half. I mean, some of it was Michigan State, but some of it was, man, Northwestern just choked. Um, You know, you'd see them, and they they were just pulling up short on everything, short string and stuff. It was was too bad. Now, talk about a great turnaround for Michigan State. How they get behind by that much, I don't know. But I know um, that, again, when you start talking about teams that are just so dangerous in the tournament, uh, you (laughs) you look at teams that are resilient. You know, and teams that never give up, and uh, that'll go a long way. When they're in a tournament game against somebody in the first or second round, where they shouldn't be behind and they are, you know, um, and usually they find a way to to uh, pee that down their leg and and lose it for the Big Ten. That's one of those where they can look back and isn't and get them home and say, okay, remember what we did against Northwestern? You just keep playing and see what happens. Well, you know, so, but you know,
0: it, yeah. it's interesting. I saw the. Uh... Uh, latest odds <clears throat> to win the tournament, and actually, Michigan State's the favorite right now, uh, based on the odds I saw. Trent, did you see the same thing? Um, I I saw this this morning. I don't know if it was Todd Furman or somebody put it out there, but right now, Michigan State is the favorite. And I mean, they're not a great favorite. It's like five to one or something, four to one, five to one, something like that. Um You know, with all the usual suspects in their duke and, and Kansas and purdue's like ten to one uh it and i don't remember a season where there's no clear cut great team uh in college basketball. I mean to me, Villanova's probably the best team out there, but even they have showed uh you know the inability to to not score. they lost to saint John's. Which is, you know, yeah, a team that would be like Iowa beating, you know, Michigan State, for example. Yeah, yeah. Um, the but at the end of the day, you know, this basketball season obviously can only you could only count it as a disappointment. Um, we all thought the pundits were crazy uh, picking Iowa to be eighth or ninth or tenth or whatever it was before the season, and they were wrong. I mean, you know, we're we're thirteenth or fourteen.
2: <laughs> right, right. They were still wrong, right? Yeah, I mean that's the, the the crazy part about this now is that we we stepped into a little bit different territory than we were even three or four weeks ago, where um, you know, like games at Michigan the other day, they they basically it felt like you know it felt like they they didn't play very hard, they didn't they, they gave up quite a bit. Um, they're running into the same issues over and over again. You had the same questions, and and it's it's into the territory now where there is no excuse. There just literally is no excuse in year nine uh, for, for uh, well, and with the year returning, year eight, sorry, with the returning guys they had after um, being literally um, an out of bounds call from going to the tournament last year, there's no excuse for last place in the Big Ten. There's none. And, and I mean, you'd have to have a few more guys get hurt than your incoming freshman point guard. Uh, which, by the way, when you talk about that article uh, detailing Connor McCaffrey's uh, uh, medical year, it's been something. But um, aside from that, this is a lot of what we, the team, we expected to have on the court, and you can tell me that they would have maybe gone 500, or maybe even you know won six or seven games, which is where I was thinking they would end up a couple of weeks ago. But right now, uh, you're going to have to win two in a row to get to five, and you're you're locked into. To Wednesday, the very first day of the Big Ten tournament, where you'd have to win five theoretically to win the whole thing, um,
0: and it's it have to win five to win. <laughs> they got yeah, to win three to get to one I'm, of the top four seeds. You got to win one to get <laughs> in March.
2: Right? Yeah. So that I believe this will be the first. Somebody, I think John Miller pointed out, if they lose, it'll be the first time in the modern era that they haven't played basketball in March because you know they they moved basketball.
1: When was it? 1938. Did John, they, John go. got that for me, by the way. Did they
0: even oh, cut, did the, he? Okay. cut the bottoms well, of the beach basket out back that. then? I don't or did think you use so.
2: That's right. They had to use the broom to knock it out back then. I mean, it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. So, you know, it's a disappointment um, in, in many different ways. I think the other thing that's a bit of a disappointment is there are some fairly high-level recruits that are still here in the state of Iowa or in the surrounding area. And Fran's going to have uh, a bit of a sales job to try to keep some of those kids here. And, uh, and, and well, for that who's matter. He
0: gonna, who's he going to sell on Stan? I mean. Uh, well, that, so that uh, serious, for that matter. Seriously, we might have do to you worry really believe that, that the Iowa has got a roster full of transfer prospects that people around the country are going to be running to Iowa City to try and steal some of these Hawkeye players? I mean, the, I, difference, I, the, the difference between this year's team and last year's team can be pointed to one guy. And his name is Peter Jock, who's an NBA-level prospect, a consistent scorer at the two, who can take the pressure off of your point guard or whoever's running the ball because they have to respect him and guard him with one to one-and-a-half guys. Iowa doesn't have that this year, and that makes Jordan much easier to defend. You can even double him because you don't respect... The people that are out there playing the two and the three for them to have it be a consistent score that's yeah in in, in, in a nutshell yeah. that's the problem and and the reason that iowa's defense is so horrible is because we go on long runs where we don't score an offense and then you lose confidence trying to play defense for some reason we don't seem to understand that the corner three is an integral part of college basketball, and we can't guard that. And when three passes go around, we lose our spacing on defense and guys are wide open, whether it's for dunks on the baseline or wide open, easy three-point shots from well, t- 20 feet on the perimeter. And in the Big Ten, guys are going to dunk and guys are going to make those shots and you're going to end up losing. I mean, it's just yeah, it's, yeah. It's that simple.
2: Well, it, it, the one thing that was re- really apparent again the other day is is the way that these runs are happening to them, and and the one thing that uh, that a couple of of a little bit of help on offense would change. And what Peter changed last year was that right now you're in a, a tight ball game. You're down two, three, four, or maybe you're ahead, and uh, the other team happens to get a three on you because you play terrible defense. So now you're down seven, and you come down court and you throw the ball away. Uh, or make a really bad turnover, the other team gets a layup, and because you're frustrated, you come down and take a quick shot. And in the space of about 45 seconds, since you have nobody to count on, you made two or three bad offensive decisions that cost you baskets in addition to your poor defense, and suddenly... You're down twelve to fourteen points, right? And that's where that's where the offensive guy that you're talking about would translate into better defense. There's just no question about it. And Joe East very well could be it.
0: Well, Uh, well, you can play. We're certainly going to have an opportunity to look at that, and it'll be fun to see him and Connor on the floor at the same time. And that takes some pressure off of Jordan having to hold the ball. Brett, we need to go to a break right now. Let's do that, and uh, we'll be back in just a minute on seventeen hundred. KBGG in the Hawkeye Idol.
3: Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Hey, honey,
4: going to the chicken coop to watch the game.
1: Whoa, football season is over. What game? Uh,
4: the basketball uh, soccer hockey game uh race.
1: Oh, big fan of those sports now, are we?
4: Yeah, yeah, always. You know me.
1: You're really just going for the
4: wings and beer, aren't you? Pretty much. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, buddy, the Chicken Coop knows what's up. The games are great, but the real MVPs are the flame roiled wings in beer at your favorite sports bar. The Chicken Coop Sports Bar and Grill, West Des Moines and Urbandale.
1: dot com.
4: Sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. Join Napa Rewards today to save 5 bucks on every $100 you spend on the parts you need to keep your car on the road. Quality parts, helpful people, that's Napa know-how.
3: Sandler Training has finally come to Des Moines and Central Iowa. Hello everybody, this is Carl Schapworth, owner of Sandler Training, and if your business relies on sales performance to drive success, then I urge you to contact Sandler Training today. I personally use Sandler in my business, and it has taken it to high performance, and the same thing can happen to you. So check us out on the web. Keywords: Sandler Training Iowa. Again, that's keyword Sandler Training Iowa. Sandler Training. If you're looking for old fashioned sales training, don't call us. Fabrice Car presents. When stinks interrupt. Thanks
4: for the ride, sis. No problem. Good flight. Yeah. It. Oh. Chicken maggots. Chick, chick, chicken maggots. Um. Did you stop? Chicken for fast
5: food. Nuggets.
6: Not today. Why? Oh, chicky chicken nugget.
1: Pro tip, sis. Pick up Febreze Car,
4: then pick up your brother. Febreze Car has two new ways to drive away embarrassing odors. (sighs) Now available without heavy perfumes or with extra (sighs) bold scent. Breathe happy Febreze. La, 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 la. As a small business owner, you're juggling it all, including customers' calls from your personal phone. But with Grasshopper, you get a business phone number and a business phone system from our mobile app so you can work smarter, not harder. Grasshopper forwards calls, texts, even transcribes voicemails, everything you need to simplify your business and stay responsive. With Grasshopper, there's no long-term contracts and customer support is 24-7. Whether you're starting or growing your business, Grasshopper is the answer. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit
1: grasshopper.com radio.
3: Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We
1: have so much fun. out in the sun. Here at Camp Sunnyside.
3: Learn more
4: at EasterSealsIA.org.
0: Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessi family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff, and atmosphere fitting on any occasion, a can't miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a hundred, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in Beaverdale. Welcome back. Dave Creighton Jr. running running things here today. I thank our great sponsors, Kozlowski Law, for your collaborative divorce needs. Give Dave Kozlowski a call. Over 20-some years of experience, and he'll uh, do a great job for you, as well as Christopher's fine dining in Beaverdale. Spectacular food. Go see Ronnie Judicesi and the crew over there, and of course, Temple to Rye. We'll have our Temple to Rye last call. And uh, looking forward to having a meeting, I think, with the guys at Temple and Ryan talk talking about how we might enhance things here on the huddle. Ooh. So uh, we'll see what that means. But we're joined again this week by our great friend Tom Kakerd of com. Good afternoon, Tom. Did you guys avoid the ice in the Quad Cities
5: today? Absolutely, we did. That way, you uh, were able to
0: send everyone to school
5: then. Uh, yeah, every, everything's good. Well, that's good.
0: Uh, it's a good thing we don't have a basketball game to go to tonight because Dr- – a little treacherous this morning around here, although I think the, the roads are fine. Main roads are around here right now. But nevertheless, are you planning to go to the barn tomorrow? I
5: am not. Are you planning to go to the New York City next week? <laughs> I am. I'm okay. going to New York City next week.
0: Okay. How, uh, how are your travel plans on that working out?
5: They're good. I, I booked a flight. And then, uh, you know, I, I don't think it'll be a long stay. Okay, <laughs> I think that's uh, fair to say. So I'm flying out on Tuesday, and we'll get in on uh, get out of there on plan to leave on Friday. So I gave them the opportunity to win one game.
0: All right, and it, if they happen to win two, do you just keep pushing it back, or how does that work?
5: Yeah, yeah, I'll just push back. Just push back. You know, right. Well we were already, a big city. That's right. It's a Big city, you can get in and out of there.
0: That's right. There's plenty to do, lots of opportunities. And uh second time this year to be going to New York City concerning uh the bowl game.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So uh yeah, so it'll be it's fun. I love going to New York City. So oh, it is Good. fun. It is fun.
0: So we've been discussing uh Hawkeye basketball here a little bit and uh, you know, obviously doing some lamentations, but Somebody put out there today, I think it was on the Twitter, where I saw the statistics uh, for the season and how I was basically tied for first uh, in offensive points scored during Big Ten play, but last by uh, over 100 points in the 16 yeah. games um, yep. in, in, in defense. And that's just, I mean, that's amazing. Uh, I mean, 16 games, a hundred and some points, like, you know, six, eight points a game worse than the the next best team. It's just utterly incredible to think that they're having that much trouble guarding people.
5: Yeah. I wrote a little bit about that last week where, um, you know, I just kind of compared, uh, you know, it's been a particularly bad um, on the road where those margins uh, of loss have been um, trying to remember what it was, probably about fourteen points a game on think, the road.
0: Yeah, I think that was exactly what you had, fourteen or fifteen, something like that.
5: Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, at home it's not that bad. Um, you know, it's like three, four points, and but in the losses it was up around nine. But I went back and compared it to like Lickliners last year, which also had a. Uh, propensity for blowouts on the road uh, in Big Ten play, and, and that was, you know, it was way up there, about 17 points a game, so it's it's just been, uh, you know, every game is kind of the same story, it might be told differently, but uh, even Saturday's game against Indiana was another one where, you know, they, they jumped out, they made their first 10 shots, everything looked good, then they started turning it over, then Indiana makes a run, and then Indiana builds a lead, and then Iowa fights back again, and uh, and then they just uh, can't close out the uh, close out the game in the last minute. So it's it's kind of been the same story where it's been these runs that other teams have put on Iowa that have really um, hurt them, and it's also been guys that you don't really expect to go off like a Robert Johnson who was shooting like thirty three, thirty four percent from three, and then he goes and. Shoot sixty six points, six percent right. from three. I mean, it, it's just it's kind of the same story every game.
0: Well, and, and you know, you sit there and you think, okay, well, they do a statistical analysis. They say, okay, we can maybe leave this guy a little bit open, um, and because you know, statistically, he hasn't been able to make any. Well, maybe it's because he's been guarded uh, throughout the season, uh, certainly a little bit more closely. And 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 I think that's just the Trent and I were talking uh, between on the break. There is the frustrating part is that the corner three, and then essentially any offense that moves the ball with about three or four more passes, seems yep. to be able to either get a wide open dunk on the baseline or a wide open three up top. And it, Iowa just doesn't have any any d- defensive discipline, any spacing that they are trying to keep. They don't get. And then you know there's certain occasions where a team like Purdue will th- keep throwing it down down deep. We don't double down because if we double they're gonna kick it out, and those guys are all gonna make it and and it's just and we don't have anybody can guard well enough uh, uh you know interiorly uh, to stop anyone it's and so it's it has been a frustrating season from that part, and you know Ridge and I were talking in the first segment. Why Fran's commitment to go to zone when it seems like whenever Iowa goes to zone that the other team all of a sudden goes, oh, yay, it's like the carnival. we got wide-open threes.
5: Yeah, and I asked Fran a little bit about that on teleconference today, just about, you know, because he's a man-to-man coach. And, but, you know, let's be honest, they have not guarded well in man right. at all. I and mean, they've gotten torched probably even worse in man and when you can't play man and you can't play zone, I don't know what's left.
0: I think you go full court press and you just see if you can run and gun. In, you know, loyal and Marymount Mount Grinnell. I don't know. You do something completely yeah. crazy.
5: Yeah, I, I I had thought about that. That maybe you know it it, it. it was funny because the other, I think it was last week. I was just flipping around late at night and, and saw and that uh, the Paul Westhead uh, Hank Gathers thirty for thirty came on, and I just thought you know, it'd be fun if they just did that. Right. You know, just do that and see if you can just outscore and outgun people and just, just go crazy and see if it works. And well, what's um, the worst but, thing
0: that happens if it doesn't
5: <laughs> give up 120 <laughs> points and lose. <laughs> right.
0: Right. So, I mean, so what, I mean, it might be, it might be more fun. I mean, and, and maybe you just take the shackles off guys like Isaiah Moss and, and daily and, and, ellingson and and anyone else who's sitting out there who gets a wide open look but then looks to pass first instead of instead of going and being aggressive either shooting or or going to the basket and and maybe you just forego worrying about defense because you can't play it very well and it sure as heck seems like every time they in the habit for stretches that's the that's the bad part. I think Iowa in the first four minutes might be not as good at, as good as anyone in the big ten. how's that? in the first four minutes of every game this year?
5: It just showed, um, you know, that it actually opponents in the second half of games, which is kind of crazy to think about. But that's, again, when you're down halftime or 30 at right. halftime and you cut it a little bit, you're going to play it a little closer. Um, but, Damn, McCarthy! <laughs> yeah, the damn moral victories. You know, right. hey, we we closed, we fought. You we, know, we won the fourth quarter. Way to go! We Won the fourth quarter. Yeah, it it just. Uh, I I don't. I, I think the best thing for this team, and it, it's painful to say, but it, it just see the season end and and then reboot, kind right. of just kind of just get away from each other for a little bit and. And come back and and see if you can get it back to where it was. You know, I was thinking about this uh, the last twenty four hours or so. What went wrong with this season? And it just it seems like because everything going into the year was pretty positive. I you know just you know the coaches weren't really blowing a lot of smoke. They were like, hey, I think we we think we can be pretty good, and um, and they were being honest about that. But um, when Williams left. And then Nicholas Bear broke his finger and missed, you know, the first five, six games It just seemed to knock this team off kilter and they never figured it out. Yeah, I totally agree
0: agree with you on that. And and it's interesting when you have a very, very fine line, which this team obviously does for success, that any little misstep. And then, you know, even Connor uh, getting sick at the beginning of the year, uh Chad Lysstakow wrote, wrote a really good article chronicling his his situation. And, I, and I mean, you know, f- thankfully he's getting better. I mean, it sounded pretty horrible over New Year's when he's puking blood and he can't swallow and he can't take his food and medicine and all that sort of stuff. I mean, you know, forget about basketball and baseball for a while. Let's just worry about the kid, right? You know, and and so... It, it will be better to know that you're going to have him next year and you're going to have some of those things. And I agree with you. And I almost wonder if, if the PTO and the manner that those games are played, which is sort of like the NBA all-star game, it seems at least by the scores, uh, if that doesn't hurt them in some fashion, when it gets to the real season, what do you think
5: about that? Um, I don't know if that, I, I think, Role in not getting this team back on track, and that's um, the leadership aspect of things. I think that was missing.
0: Hmm. That's an interesting point, Tom, uh, on the leadership <laughs> aspect.
5: It's been pretty um, uh, you know, lucky, fortunate, in, in it.
0: Tom, I tell you, we're we're, we're kind of going in and out. We're going to let you go. We appreciate your contribution this week, and we'll be back in touch next week here on the Hawkeye Huddle. Thanks again, Tom. That's Tom Caker, Hawkeye Report. Sorry we had a little phone issue there. I think he uh, was moving about his house a little bit. Yep, yep. might have a dead spot there, but that's it okay. Happens. It happens. That's right, uh, all of us. But yes. uh, I think he's on to something there on the leadership, and we'll come back after our break, Trent. I think you, me, and Brett should uh, – Delve into that a little bit, as well as some Hawkeye baseball. Great start to the season for uh, Heller's crew. And uh, good news out of the women's basketball team. And a surprise scholarship today. We'll be back in just a bit on the Hawkeye Huddle.
3: Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa,
0: enable the 1700
3: KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play
6: 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Well, it's that time of year again. Tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Three, three. Advantage Financial and Tax Services.
1: On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa Chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC Campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AF s p dot org slash iowa. For more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa Chapter. Online, AFSP.org Iowa.
4: Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best... Best happy hours in the metro from three to six each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations: Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Tonight's forecast is going to be much colder, windy out there, but it will be dry with partly cloudy skies, a low near 10 degrees, wind chill values near zero, then partly sunny, chilly, and dry on Wednesday with a high of 28. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards.
5: Sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. You have enough things
3: to worry about every day. Insurance shouldn't be one of them. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Sponsored by KFC. If you like sharing and eating fried chicken, then KFC's $10 chicken share is perfect for you. Grab a friend and get to what you like doing.
1: Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects
7: across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515 515- 225-8866, or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally.
1: Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it, a new year upon us, a happy 2018. No know a lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help if better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you. From weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines. So many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today. 515-650-1358. At 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. Relief Wellness, 650-1358. If the unfortunate
0: prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life, Consider a collaborative divorce. As opposed to a traditional divorce, this is a lower-cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect, cooperation, transparency, and dignity. Most importantly, both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom. It is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids. Please contact attorney David Kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you. David has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law. He's located at 37. Thirty-seven Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines just north of Valley High School give them a call 515-226-0150 and arrange a free initial consultation again that's attorney David Kozlowski 515-226-0150 Welcome back Dave Creighton Jr. here holding down the fort. Mr. Ridge will be joining us here momentarily from his automobile. <laughs> Once again, thank our sponsors, Kozlowski Law, Christopher's Fine Dining in Beaverdale, and Templeton Rye. So, Mr. Ridge, did you get the ice off the vehicle?
2: Uh, I I did. I did. It it was a lot of work though. I mean, it was, uh, I, I made sure the shuttle driver waited to see if I could get in because the, uh, the car didn't want to open. But I'm in, and I will actually probably get to the studio just about the time the show is over.
0: Well, why don't you just forget coming to the studio? Just head home. I mean, what the, what's the big deal?
2: I don't know. I might, well, I may do that now. Yeah. I, I had this idea that I'd make it by, by the middle of the show, but, Yeah, know.
0: uh-huh. That-
2: hey, I, 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 I'm excited to talk about Hellerball, though. Yes. I mean, uh, let's, let's I, talk I about what? the
0: baseball team.
2: At 3-0, and this is the first time that they've gone 3-0 to start the year. Let's face it. what they the do last this, time they went 3-0. and Well, it's the first time he's done it. But,
0: <laughs> I was kidding.
2: Um, well, I know, but I, I think it's important to realize that, uh, as we said, early in the year, he plays a lot of guys. Um, he does a lot of shuffling of his lineup. And so when, when you look at the, the baseball schedule and you wonder how they lost to somebody in the middle of the year like Sam Houston or something like that, it's a lot of times it's got to do with what he's doing early season. But if they're winning early season, that says a lot of good things about the talent level on this team. They won three in Florida, and now they go. I think they've got. Uh, where do they go this week? Um, I know they New got Orleans? Virginia Tech. That's right. And I think it's it's the Sugar Bowl Classic. Believe it or not, that's right.
1: Is that what it's called? It is. Um, yes. Do yeah. they play Rice, uh, Tulane, New that's, Orleans, the Privateers? The privateers of yes. New Orleans. Yes. yes.
0: Where Tim Floyd used to be the head basketball coach.
1: Hey, uh, Ridge, did you see the Hawkeyes' uh, RPI is seventh right now in baseball? Yes! Maybe a little too early to be looking at that, but (laughs) it's been a long, long winter.
2: Wow, that's, uh, yeah, it's been a long winter, so let's go with that. Uh, How do they even, okay, well that must mean that, you know, again, you don't even know how good some of these teams are that they're playing in, uh, you know, in some some of these tournaments early in the year, so that must mean those teams are, are well thought of as well, so that's good. And it's exciting, and I'll tell you what, they come back. I I think they've got a game. I think they're going to try to play a game next Tuesday in Iowa City against Cornell College from, uh, obviously, there in Mount Vernon. Vernon. Yeah, and that one might be one that you'll be surprised and see that's a lot closer, you know, because they're placing young guys. It also might be colder than uh, than any you know. It might be snowing or icy like this. You never know. But I believe that's on the schedule. I I could be do that wrong, but I think that's right.
0: Yeah, I think they did this last year, and they got a huge break with the weather. It was like seventy five or something that day that they had that early March game or late February game at home. Did they play Grandview?
1: Something was that familiar. Yeah, maybe
0: something like that last year. But uh, no, a great start. In fact, uh, Trent and I were talking, we need to get Coach Heller on the on the huddle here over the course of the next few weeks since we're not going to have a lot of basketball to talk about.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we might as well, uh, as we wind things down here, uh, which is amazing, isn't it, to think that we're almost done for the year again. But uh, as we wind things down here, we might as well talk about something positive between him. And uh, the, the women's basketball team right now, I think that that's where we, you know, you got to hang your hat on some fun things to watch coming up. The one thing that stinks about our show being done in uh, in March is that we really don't get to talk much baseball when when they get rolling in earnest in the Big Ten. But uh, honestly, you know, uh, there's just not enough football and basketball talk for us to keep it going. But uh,
0: I'm sure, yeah, let's we'd
2: get him be on. Happy to have us. Uh, yeah, every if you Tuesday, guys want to, Tuesday at Help me out. Well, you know, we did, we did do a couple of times. Through, we, we figured out how difficult it is to try to do a show for three hours, Trent. We're really good at one hour.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, we actually. Did a couple, oh,
0: yeah. Our three-hour shows were fine. I mean, you know, we w the Cubs all the way through yes. May. Um, yes. You know, whatever. Sounds like
1: a chip off the old block Oh,
0: boy. No yeah. question. No question. <laughs> we're, uh, a Hot Stove Baseball, you know, uh, are you in... <laughs> so did you see Lisa Bluter gives a walk-on girl the scholarship uh, that was posted on social media today where they were around midcourt and she gave uh, this walk-on girl, I'm sorry, I don't know her name, um, uh, oh, f- full-right scholarship today and the team went crazy. She's obviously extremely well-liked uh, on the team as a, you know, a true walk-on, made it big part of the team and and Bluter awarded her a scholarship here for uh this basketball season, so I don't know how that works. So, do you get your money back
2: I, I exactly I don't know do you pay do you get i don't know how that works exactly, but I did not see uh i did not see that, so I'm not exactly sure who it was um I have been traveling today obviously, so um maybe Trent's got it there on the computer somewhere
0: yeah that's all but, right
2: um but uh This team, uh, I think they won, what, 88-61 this weekend against Wisconsin. No problem there. They've climbed now to um, fifth place in the Big Ten. They're just a game behind uh, uh, the third- and fourth-place team and two games behind the first-place team and second-place team. But with that said, they've got Rutgers this week and uh, Indiana. These are two teams nipping at their heels. I believe, if I unless I'm looking at this wrong, they could finish as low as eighth or ninth in the conference, and finish as high as first. So, if things uh, worked out one way or the other, that's uh, how tight the Big Ten is, and how uh, good the Big Ten is in, in women's basketball this year. But uh, uh, nonetheless, it's been a great story. I didn't get to get to check their RPI this week, but uh, this team's going to the tournament. Um, they'll win. They'll win one of these two, I think, this week. And, they'll get something in the Big 10 tournament they're they're going back to the NCAA and it's well deserved and uh they've even got the campaign going now to try to get Megan Gustus in that that All-American designation 19th
0: in the RPI 19th in the RPI that's Ninth. probably a five or six seed in the NCAA tournament give or take
1: Well it's Iowa they'll end up in the you know, so, eight,
0: nine 8 9 game and, again and, and then have, have
1: fun with UConn.
0: or uh, Notre Dame or yeah. one of those teams but nevertheless it and Lisa Bluder and, and her staff has done a great uh, had a great season and Maggie Guston, wow, what what a, a season she has had! One, literally one for the ages. There, uh, as it relates to that. So we'll we'll be sure to get uh, call Coach Lisa Bluter and get her on the huddle uh, before we get in the NCAA season uh, tournament season as that uh, comes around. The wrestling team had a nice uh, uh, walk through over in Ames. And the, uh, Iowa state coach decides to get pissy because of the 97 power pounder that weighed in, uh, forfeits, uh, apparently, you know, they put him in there and it was sort of like, okay, if we have to have you wrestle, you're going to go out there and wrestle. But if we don't, you're not. And we for- failed to tell the Iowa state coach and he called us, a. What's Tom Hanks say in that movie? A bleeping yeah, pile yeah. of pig. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. It said the one thing you can't say to an umpire, right? Right. Something along you those know, lines. Well, well, Cash Wilkie is is uh, has been battling injuries at 197. They didn't feel like they wanted him to go. Um, they know they're going to need him for the Big Tens and for the national tournament. So they, I, 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 they stuck another kid in there who's also hurt, but. Who I guess you put it this way, he's expendable, right? So if he gets hurt for the rest of the year, no problem. Just in case they need him. But Iowa State, uh, if you want to get pissy about that, you got to figure out something else because Iowa State had one one takedown, one takedown in the entire meet. Think that's about got, that. That's
0: because the Iowa guy tripped on a shoelace.
2: Yeah, I think about that. I mean, it's nothing to be proud of, Russ. You know, getting out of uh and you know i guess i hadn't realized i mean i know that it's uh the, the series has changed over the last few years to where it just isn't nearly as exciting obviously i would say it just hasn't been as good but it's like all time now it's like 48 to 16 right so um or at least it's like 48 to 16 in the last whatever that is 60 some odd uh, uh meet
0: 64
2: no so, <laughs> 60 yes so the idea there. You know, we look at Iowa-Iowa State as being a, a classic matchup, but it's been a long time since it has, and, and it was really illustrated the other day when when I believe that's the worst pounding Iowa has put on anybody. Um, and didn't, didn't Spencer Lee pin his guy in, in the first minute again?
0: 41 seconds. Yeah. Now, the Iowa State coach claimed that they found this kid at the come-and-go selling Twinkies and decided yeah. to throw a singlet on him, but nevertheless... Yeah. <laughs> uh 41 seconds uh Spencer Lee is um a, already established himself as a hugely dominant force uh both not just on the Iowa in the Iowa program but nationally and it, he has to be uh first or second seed going into the national tournament i i would suspect and particularly if he can win the big 10s um and everything would indicate that he's well on his way to, to doing that. Uh, you know, the interesting thing that I notice is that Sorensen seems to have lost a little juice uh, over the last few matches. Not as aggressive as he was, not scoring the kind of points as he was. And I, I'm sure Tom Brands is going to be on him to pick up that intensity and pick up that activity uh, going into the Big Ten tournament.
2: Yeah, really, uh, neither he nor Kemmerer have been all that impressive in the last couple of weeks in terms of... of
0: uh, no, no, it, but, I, no but,
2: but I think we've seen out of them what they can do. And, uh, yeah, I agree. I, I think, you know, I think that, that uh, the brand has got to... Um, and I'm sure... I, how can we even say anything? He knows what buttons he's going to push. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and those guys... Those guys have the capability, but, you know, they're literally still talking about trying to you know, to score enough points to win, win a national championship. and That's that's well, a far-fetched thing with Ohio State and Penn State, but those guys have got to win national championships. The, you need three national champions to, to, to at least compete in this, and then you need uh, a couple of other guys to get some serious points that, that you're not counting on. Marinelli's got to show up big. Um, no, that's, that's, Marinelli's well- the
0: guy who had the pin the other day. Uh, or, yeah. or tech fall or whatever, but you, no, you're right. You got what you have to have is is you have to have at least three people wrestling on Saturday night. Hopefully, two or three of them win, and you got to have about four other all all Americans. So you end up with seven all Americans, uh, and and that gets you in in the place where you can have the appropriate number of matches to get the appropriate number of points. Because you know Ohio State's going to win one at heavyweight, and you're pretty darn sure that Penn State's going to win one at like 84 or 77 I don't I don't remember what weight that guy is but he's awesome. He hasn't lost in like 2 well, or it's 3. A guy,
2: it's a guy that Marinelli beat uh, a couple weeks ago. No, they got a guy and, no. a
0: heavier weight than that uh, that hasn't lost in many years. I think it's 97, I don't know, something like that. Yeah,
2: I, was, I bet it's 197. All right, we got 2 uh, minutes. Yeah.
0: We got 2 minutes to go here. It's time for our attempted right last call. The Templeton Distillery is almost open for business. The bottling is ready, and we are going to have to take a a tour of the a road trip to the new facility down in Templeton, uh, biggest building by the way in Carroll County.
2: <laughs> I, I spotted some some tr barrels in the uh, on the patio of uh, the barbecue joint next to in between uh, the link. And oh, yeah. uh, Harris, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's some TR bear. They're they're being used to tables, you know. But nonetheless,
1: no,
0: that's right there in Vegas. That's awesome. So, so uh, what do you got this week? We got Minnesota on Wednesday and Northwestern on Sunday. Um,
2: I, I, you know, I have no reason to believe that anything will change with this team. Uh, with the men's team as it is, I I, I just don't. I, I, there hasn't been a change, which is exactly why they'll prove me wrong and they'll win. Uh, they'll win either one or two of these games. I actually think they got a better chance um, of beating Minnesota because, like you say, little Ricky's in trouble. So I'm going to give them the road victory at uh, in Minneapolis tomorrow night, and uh, with a little bit of revenge for last year. And I think they lose at home on Senior Day, some sort of a heartbreaker, uh, and they go in now with four wins, and I believe probably then are the 12 or 13, or they'd be the 13th or 12th seed instead of 14th in the Big Ten tournament.
0: All right, I got them win in both games. 20 seconds. We got I got to win in both games, uh, bu- buzzer beater somehow at Minnesota. We've had a proclivity to do that up there at the
1: barn. No Charles Bugs.
0: And that's right. And <laughs> and this year uh, we take Northwestern down at home, and the Hawks end the season with five wins, and we're the 11th seed. And we get like Rutgers or something in the first game. The way we, we get Rutgers. All yeah. right, we are out. Thank you to everyone. You found your home for real. Sports talk for real.
3: Sports fans. Seventeen hundred KBGG.
0: Christopher's has been a Des Moines tradition for over 50 years. The Judas Sessick family became owners of a quaint restaurant in the Beaverdale area. Under their steady watch, Christopher's has become one of Des Moines' favorite locations. Known for its excellent Italian cuisine, friendly staff and atmosphere, fitting on any occasion a can't-miss choice for your next evening out. For a table of two or a banquet of a 100, no event is too small or too big. Christopher's in
6: Beaverdale.
7: at WolfConstruction.net. We're a roofing machine.
1: 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an Out of the Darkness Community Walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, coworkers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today.
4: Showplace Kitchens is changing our name to Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. What hasn't changed is the commitment of our professional design staff to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale.
1: To grow my business, I've got a plan. Step one, be smarter about how I spend my money. Step two, go to my local Staples. Why? See step one. Staples has lots of smart ways to save your business money. Now an HP laptop with an Intel Core i3 processor is just $389.99. That's $140 off. Another smart move? Get there early. You don't want to miss out. Staples. Shopping smart equals saving big. While supplies last. Valid on SKU 272-1077. Ends to 2418 by
2: the time that we got up there his room was filled with smoke the wind had blown and drifted the snow up against the side of my house blocking the exhaust from my furnace i heard the smoke
1: alarm going off in my friend's apartment without the kid, a smoke alarm. My son would not be here today.
4: Had it not been for that carbon monoxide detector, they would come to school and
7: not have their teacher there. I grabbed my fire extinguisher and put out the fire. kidna makes technology that saves lives.
1: Get these essential products at Menards. Seventeen hundred KBGG is your home for high school sports. Check out it here. Join me Tuesdays with Tip Off Tuesdays and Fridays on Fast Break Fridays here. On 1700 KBGG, play-by-play action with girls, boys, doubleheaders, and high school wrestling taking the airwaves during these cold winter months. It all culminates with the state wrestling tournament from Wells Fargo Arena, along with the girls and boys state basketball tournaments. You're home for high school sports in Central Iowa. 1700 KBGG.
7: Are you ready to finally meet your match? I'm not talking about a significant other. I'm talking about finding the right cat or cats for you. Take the Meet Your Cat Match survey on our website, and within 48 hours, we will send you suggestions of cats that would be a good fit based on the criteria you submitted. The survey can be found at arl-iowa.org.